Welcome to the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast, part of the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network, where we put the power of dynamic fitness back in your hands one mental rep at a time. Effective thinking for potent fitness. Welcome to the show. Okay, we are back for a new season of Think Fit, Be Fit podcast, a part of the Think Fit, Be Fit network. I am so delighted, probably more than delighted, to have a guest co-host and gosh, like so much more than a guest co-host, Angela Domelin with me today. And we are rocking steady from Impact Your Fitness in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we have, um, this is a episode to really start a whole season and hopefully a whole new thought process on how our audience engages with health technology, wellness technology, and fitness technology. Um, Do you think we can do that? I think so, let's (laughs) go for it. This episode is meant to introduce our thought process, help our audience be more critical when it comes to getting engage like becoming engaged with technology right and um it's also a way to set up like kind of the questions we're going to be asking of our guest this season sound good sounds perfect (laughs) um one of the things i wanted to really start with is like talking about technology why i think this season or why we think this season is important and also share uh, like an example of a, a technology that a lot of us use, especially a lot of our clients use and how it can go bad. And then travel into some of the things that we think about when we, you and I meaning, engage in with technology, being of you know resources, limited resources, Unlike, you know, one of my favorite podcasters, like Joe Rogan, let's say, and how much, uh, how many resources he has when it comes to technology. (laughs) And like, that's the, and like sharing that perspective. So did I miss anything? I think you got it. Okay. So let's, um, oh gosh, where do we start? (laughs) Snacks. (laughs) (laughs) The number one technology. The number one. Uh, we love snacks, contraband <laughs> snacks. So <laughs> that's just a side. Uh, just, just enjoy our inside jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think an introduction would be good. Okay. Yeah. So um, most of you know me. I'm Jennifer Schwartz. I am the creator and founder of Think Fit, Be Fit podcast and the Impact Your Fitness brand. We're sitting in our studio and here in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm a muscle activation technique specialist and a, a full body RX specialist. I also am a new X practitioner, which is a technology. We will get into that later. And I'm a certified ACSM exercise physiologist, and I love sharing my enthusiasm for health, wellness, fitness, and muscles. <laughs> Probably anatomy too. And I'm so glad that you know you guys are here for this uh, sixth season of Think Fit Be Fit. So thank you, thank you. You're 
Your turn. Your mic, Ange. Well, I would just like to verify that I've never met anybody that loves muscles quite as much as Jen. So it's really infectious to hear, you know, you empower people with the wisdom to use um, their muscles well. And it's just really been um, such an honor to help our population locally and globally heal, um, you know, through really insights and wisdom and I'm really happy to be here. My name is Angela, as she said, and I am a career switcher. So I used to be in the field of biomedical research and then based on having my own journey with healing pain and dysfunctional patterns, um, I turned around and devoted my life to helping other people um, achieve that for themselves. Whatever I can do to help eliminate the suffering on this planet, which seems to be rampant, um, I'm going to do it. And so it's such an honor to be here alongside you. I'm an exercise specialist. I work alongside Jen with the Core Restore training system. I have a background in functional patterns, movement system. I'm a recovering yogi. Um, mm -hmm. we'll, we won't go, that, go there now. but um, So I've gone through the ins and outs of a lot of fitness things. I've made a ton of mistakes, which really, um, <laughs> I feel like has given me a lot of insight and to help other people like where to avoid the pitfalls. And hopefully you can learn from all of my poor choices <laughs> or, like, or experimentation. And so I think that's going to be a real highlight for me joining you here is um, accentuating the positives and sparing people the pitfalls and knowing where they can get the most outcome and reward for their efforts. Yes, I do. I love that about you. I love your experimentation. I love your brave heart when it comes to like really having like that capacity for healing because, you know, most people are miserable and they don't have that option in their brain or in their heart, more importantly. And I think that's what this season's all about, is like connecting the brain and the heart, right? And technology gives us insight, it gives us data, it um, gives us cheat codes. <laughs> and, but I mean, I think the most important thing is having that heart-brain connection, heart-mind connection. Maybe that's a three-way connection. Um, <laughs> and, but I mean, you know, you've, helped me in that way you've um helped i mean how long have we known each other now 2000 let's say 11 10, i think so 12 yeah. definitely not early not later than 12 yeah that sounds right yeah okay feels like a lifetime ago <laughs> and just yesterday yes simultaneously <laughs> <laughs> yes um so shout out to our friends at kinesis in georgetown washington dc <laughs> and you know, um, I think they will be more than delighted to hear the two of us collaborating in this way. So let's get to it. I, um, yeah, I think that was a good welcome. Do you feel welcomed? I feel thoroughly welcomed. <laughs> thoroughly welcomed. Yes. Okay. We'll be right back after the snack. <laughs> okay. Just a joke. Another joke. Anyways, um, our main focus today is really introducing uh, a thought process when it comes to technology. And the one of the things that we see uh, with our client population is a lot of uh, several visits to an orthopedic. And I love a certain group of orthopedics. They help me out a lot. And I've mentioned them on the Impact Your Fitness podcast. 
here in the DC area, the ROSM group. And so I'm just saying, I'm not a hater, but I do question our trust in using imaging to help us get to the root of our pain. And we use, we meaning collectively here on the Eastern part of the United States, love a good MRI reading, or I'd say a basic MRI reading, because it turns out that they're not that good. And that is a hot take. It's a surprise for most people to hear that. Newsflash. Newsflash, yes. <laughs> and um, it's, it's, so I've studied this in pain neuroscience, meaning like looking at the brain's influence in pain. A lot of times with the pain pathways that we create, we are like looking for why something hurts. And it's not true that if we have pain, we have tissue injury. In fact, it's the opposite. There's no correlation between tissue injury and pain. It can be true at the same time to have pain and no soft tissue injury. And it's true that you can have a soft tissue injury with no pain. So I think one of the things that we rely on is MRIs to give us an insight into why that is. So, okay, so if both those things are true, then we should be aware of that when going to the orthopedic and looking for why we have pain. Now, I, there are so many studies that actually back up what I just said. I'm not pulling this out of left field. I'm not... You know, I'm not saying this to validate our treatments or neuromuscular therapy or exercise or any of that stuff. I'm saying this to say we rely on this technology too much. And I think having a critical thought process would be really good when engaging with tech. So I've got some like percentages and numbers here. Do you think I missed anything before I introduced these um, shocking <laughs> findings? I think you got it. I just want to, you know, punctuate what you said, because from what I can see with your clients and people that come in here, this is a huge entry point that gets missed because we want an answer. Mm. And life just doesn't work like that most of the time where people want a very simple answer, straightforward. And what you're saying opens up, you know, a whole world of complexity that, you know, the, the, the true resolution lies within that world instead of just the cut and dry, black and white. Um, it's inflamed. There's a problem, you know. And so I think it's a really hard sell, uh, at least at this point, although the typically the more someone's been through pain, the easier it is to convince them of this because they've seen the, the pitfalls and the, the um, downside of the one-to-one pain is a problem, mm -hmm. right? And so I just want to like emphasize that point that just because there's pain doesn't mean there's soft tissue damage. I think that's a huge paradigm shift for most people. And if we can get everyone to at least be willing to accept that idea of this complex network of pain and what that means, then they will are one step closer to actually, you know, being more free in their body. Mm. And so I hear what you're saying. It's not about any, you know, selling any one point or one modality, but really about opening people's curiosity to 
what are some different possibilities here? And everything in context, like like what you're saying, I've seen you refer people out to orthopedists for answers. Um, if every other avenue for resolution has been exhausted, mm-hmm. but until that point, you know, I think that you owe yourself. I'm talking to the, you, the listener. You owe yourself the investigation of what is this telling me before you go right in to you know more. Like interventions or invasive things. So, mm. so I just wanted to punctuate that. I think you got the rest, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to really emphasize that beautiful point, which is really um, a game changer. One, I want to encourage your hype. <laughs> like, I love when your hands get involved. <laughs> like, we have we have a vibe around the studio of strong Italian women. So, <laughs> here's your window into that. Here's a like, spicy meatball for you. <laughs> Um, yeah. And like, we also encourage curiosity and that's real. I mean, if that's not the root of this podcast, I don't know what is, you know, and just podcasters in general, it is exploring curiosity to expand our knowledge rather than just clicking on like the Washington post health and taking everything they have to say as rule, you know, Mm. Um, I'll give credit to the New York Times. I do like their health and fitness section, but I will throw some shade at Washington Post. I think it's basic <laughs> and annoying. Um, <laughs> blanket statement. Not, not too many of those around here. What if I told you the biggest thing standing in the way of peak performance is potentially something as simple as changing how you breathe? We at Think Fit Be Fit rely on science for new ways to optimize performance. That's why we've partnered with NeuroPeak Pro and their new product, the Intel Belt. NeuroPeak has developed the next generation of wearable tech. This belt is a real-time training device designed to teach users how to breathe properly in order to strengthen their resilience to stress, recover quickly, and effectively execute the task in front of them. If you're ready to begin unleashing the true power of breath, Download the free NeuroPeak Pro app to experience their precision breath training or dive deeper into the science of breath training by visiting thinkfitbefitpodcast.com slash NPP. Your best training is a breath away. Let's, I, I, I'm really excited to share yeah, these. Yeah, I want to hear your numbers. Yeah. Get it to me. So there, um, we have a study from, and I'm squinting to get this, 2012, the American Journal of Sports Medicine. That's a pretty reputable journal, by the way. And this review took, I think, oh God, it was about 2,000 people. And they looked for, a, it was a blind study, blinded study, so um, that's also really important. And they took people with asymptomatic, you know, meaning like, they don't have hip pain. And the abnormal abnormal findings on the MRI were astounding. Overwhelming amount of people with no pain had abnormal tissue in, in the MRI. Meaning if you have a labral tear and you go to the doctor and they find it on an MRI and say, oh, that's the problem, they are more than likely wrong because it's more likely that you had that tear before mm. your fall mm-hmm. or your, 
you overused it in like biking or tennis or something. So, and that is because, the, so in this study of over 2,000 people, asymptomatic people, 69% of them had a labral tear. 24% had a cartilage deficit, I'm sorry, defect. 20% had bone bumps. 16% had bone cyst. 13% had labral cyst. And 11% had acetabular bone edema. Um, so that's like stuff inside the hip joint. I hope I have stuff inside my hip joint. <laughs> but that was a bad description of that. But, it, you know, 11%, no big deal. 69% of people had a tear in their labrum with no symptoms. So the likelihood that you have pain and a, a tear in your hip is pretty high. But that doesn't mean that's the reason. So this is one of my favorite ways to show people not to rely on this information to get cut open. You know, this is just one study. And in the study, it said participants with that were over 35 years old were 13.7 more times, times more likely to have a bone defect and 16.7 more times likely to have a cyst in their hip. Hit the red button. So, like, that means over 35 years of age, that's me, that's you. Yep. And probably a lot of our demographic have, you know, some kind of bone defect or cyst in our hip. 16 points. I, I mean, that's just, you know, so anyone below 35, I don't know, it's... It doesn't matter. It, and the point is, is we, let's just not rely on this technology. Let's engage with more intention, more questions, more curiosity. And if we encounter doctors that don't have the capacity for our curiosity and our questions, like that should be a red flag. Let's start there. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. If you're engaging with a health practitioner, a wellness practitioner, a fitness practitioner that doesn't have curiosity and engage with you on it, I think that's a red flag. So uh, yeah, let's just start there. Um, the second thing I wanted to bring to our attention is that the wellness market overall is a $1.5 trillion market. That's another reason to invest intellectually and with this process. You know, um, I say that a lot to my clients. I, I want you to think through what you're going to, how you're going to you know, what you're going to buy, what you're going to spend your time and money on. Because mm -hmm. when it comes to exercise, you know, you can you can do subpar exercise and be just fine for a while. But what if you could do more? What if you could get more out of what you're doing? And I, I think it's the same for technology. Um, <sighs> anyways, I have a lot more studies on that MRI stuff, but I'd like to move on. Yeah. <laughs> My um, heart is beating. I would just like to say one, two things on that was... When I was about 20, I was having really excruciating hip pain mm. and it would come and go. And to your point, I this was forever ago, so I didn't have access to the wisdom and insights I have now. But I went to the doctor. They took an X-ray. They told me at age 20 I had osteoarthritis and he put me on Vioxx. Oof. Lucky for me, I didn't take it because we all know how that Vioxx train, where that station landed, okay? 
But I just thought at 20, this... You mean a lawsuit. (laughs) If I didn't perhaps have some other serious catastrophic medical event prior to that. So, um, because of the biox. So, my question became, why did this doctor immediately put me on this that he gave my dad, who was exponent, like, way older than me? Um, And so, anyway, the, the long story short, my hip pain worked itself out through different therapeutic intervention, um, muscle, muscle activation. It wasn't MAT, but, and I never had a problem again. But to your point, the x-ray revealed abnormalities. Mm. Had I gone down that train, I don't really want to know where that would have landed. Mm. But I love the idea of how can we use technology to avoid, avoid making wrong turns that lead us at the best case scenario, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, at well, what I like how you describe it, the Halloween house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and it, just again, Jen is not, and we're not, um, you know, hating on intervention when it's required. You know, we have a lot of respect for uh, doctors with integrity and surgeons who do their due diligence and think they're doing great work. We're just uh, really roasting the people who are not in that category, which sadly is a lot. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about one of your maybe favorite texts. Did you want to get in there? What's, uh, where should we start with Well, that? of course, yeah. I mean, of course, the one I use the most is the new X, the red light. I used the red light yesterday. I used the new X yesterday. The new X is the electrical impedance device that I scream love for every day. I love it. <laughs> what else do I use every day? My water pick. I guess that's technology. <laughs> Electricity shooting water into my mouth. Yeah, I mean, you know, people do ask me a lot if what, you know, what I use. And I was I I'm and it always comes down to for me, like what's going to help my digestion and my nervous system. Mm. So I think like that's like the foundation of my application. And the questions that I want to ask people that come on the podcast this season is how does it intervene with the nervous system? How does it help my mitochondria? How does it help my digestion? Because those are the things that are important to me. And my, and then the other end of that, like looking forward, my holistic like dream is, you know, having that alignment with fun, work, health. I'm, 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 I'm there, right? Like I'm, I'm pretty close. But also like, you know, how does like my backyard like, like how can I make like a like a oasis of like biohacking and health, you know? <laughs> so I have many more tech things to purchase is my point, what I was trying to make. And then on the other end of that, like I also think of the core restore training system as technology because it has a patent and it's so unique, right? So that makes me think like, what is technology? You know, what does what does that mean? You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Do you have an answer? Uh, I guess for for me, one definition is a ways to achieve ways and means to achieve an outcome that I desire. That's one possible definition within uh, you know my vocabulary, and you know that also depends on the context. Where am I in my life? What season am I? What 
technology, what means to the ends am I gonna use that's gonna look different maybe in winter than it does in summer? And what are the, the questions that I ask myself when I engage in technology are, how can I measure the outcome? Now mm. that's not like, sometimes it can be easy for people who are neurotic like me, <laughs> who can get lost in data and mind to get like a little bit overwhelmed with data. But there is a point where I want to know, like, you you know, I love a good before and after, mm-hmm. like photograph, like I want to see, did was a change created? Because there's subjective change, like, oh yeah, I think I feel better. And then there's like, oh yeah, like I'm standing up str- straighter and I can <laughs> see that by this angle. Um, so that's one of the things I'd like to talk to our guests about is how do you measure the change? Because mm. I want to see an objective, some objective data um, that shows why I should <laughs> invest my resources and time and energy, even more importantly, in the methodology, the tech, the the device, whatever that may be, because, you know, there's a lot out there. Like mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of interesting things. And, and I think we're all like on overload of like, like, you know, and there's people doctoring images and you don't know what's real. And like, should I eat keto? Should I do this? Like diets of technology. And mm-hmm. so, you know, what fits with my life also, because it can be really easy to go down a slippery slope of now my whole life is devoted to this like looking at these numbers and Mm. and optimizing instead of like enjoying my life Mm -hmm. which i think you know engagement with our family and the way that we serve the world and the way that we like you know just go out and either create something or engage with the people around us that's also a technology called life and our human bodies you know i know you Mm. and i share just an absolute amazement and respect for the innate and inherent healing capacity that we all have, that each and every one of us has. And so to not outsource that healing, Mm. but rather use something that helps me realize my own power to heal, Mm. reconnect with nature, recreate, reconnect with the power that made my body. And so in this area in particular, you know, we're right by DC, there's a lot of very intellectual heady people, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is fantastic for certain purposes, but it can be hard to get out of that mental um, bubble or all of that mental energy. So bringing back to what you said in the beginning, this is about merging heart with mind and all all of those things have to go together. Mm. So how do I use a technology that will bring me back into my body, not put me more into my mind? Mm. Yes, I love that. I love the, I, that we're going to talk about human body intelligence, cosmic, you know, quantum intelligence. And, you know, I... Oh, you, you know, it's not enough to some, you know, have the before after just the data. Like you have like having faith and hope is also like part of the equation. Like if you if you think you can't, you probably can't. You know, it's like j- it can be that simple sometimes. And I love products that like like the sound forks, the tuning forks. Mm. Like I love the book that came with it, you know, and and she really like spends eight chapters going through what a biofield is and and how she defines it and how that relates to the field you know Mm. and like i love like i love products and you know things that really expands like that Mm. but also give us room to explore 
you know, I get really uh, discouraged when I see tech that is, you know, too one-sided. You know, I think we talk about if, if somebody gives us too many blanket rules, like, oh, you better not eat meat and, you know, kale's always bad. And yeah, I, so I, I think, you know, when I engage with tech, I want to know if the founder and the spokesperson really has rules like that. You know, if they have like, you know, if they're spouting a bunch of rules, like that there's no room for, what is it? I don't know. Like other alternatives, you know? Like, oh, I know what it is. If they can't explain the downfalls of Mm. their tech. Right. Like this, yeah. Like for example, the new X. It's there, you know, there might be a few instances where it's not going to work. And I'm well sourced in that area. I know what that means. And I know when it's inappropriate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work for everyone. It's not appropriate for everyone. And therefore, it's not safe Mm. all the time. It's so, but what I, you know, also I do know you know, I, I like the applications and how to get the most out of it, right? So, and I do, you know, with that said, I do use it 90% of my work day. <laughs> so, <laughs> Beautifully yeah. said. Yeah. No, I think that's a key. That's a huge key. Like if if you can answer questions and, and yeah. really talk about the downside and the pros and you understand that, then I'm much more likely to engage with whatever is happening because what you said, that's life. That's mm-hmm. just true. And what may be appropriate today isn't necessarily appropriate tomorrow. And if somebody can't answer my questions mm-hmm. or doesn't encourage questions, that's a huge red flag. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. uh, and also somebody that's willing to say sometimes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I really love um, when I started working with you. You say that really beautifully, like people ask questions and you can make up something yeah. and like you could point at that MRI and say this, but the truth is that they don't know. Mm-hmm. How about we just don't know? Yeah. And how about, how about, how about <laughs> we figure it out together? Yeah. Right. And that's not necessarily the easiest answer but it's the most accurate Mm. and it's the most correct Mm. and you know like we were saying what's appropriate and works this day it it might change and so we have to be adaptable we have to look at what's in front of us which Mm. requires sensitivity Mm -hmm. which requires awareness and presence not just glued to a certain protocol like Mm. what I heard you're saying Mm -hmm. you know but rather allows for the expansion Mm. allows for you know, people to come in, maybe they had a fight with their spouse or maybe they didn't sleep good, sleep so great. So what do we do? Are we going to like force that cookie cutter thing right on there? Or are we going to like switch it up and, mm. and be a little bit flexible about how we um, approach healing on that day? Mm. Yes. Let me go into my closet of uh, <laughs> essential oils <laughs> today. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that kind of brings me to the last thing I wanted to talk about, which is I want to bring it back to some of the simple stuff. You know, it doesn't Mm. all it doesn't all have to be high, high, really. What is the right word? Complicated technology Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like the new X has. I don't know how many patents. I also want to talk about patents. I like that subject, and I think it's a hot take mm-hmm. that nobody in the health and wellness is actually talking about. 
And I think there's also room in this conversation for certain apps, applications that misuse technology and data Mm. and that go too far. Wow, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not all, you know, like fun games and, you know, just uh, running around saying ice baths are the best thing. Like, you know, I love a good ice bath. (laughs) You know, it's all, it it can be simple too. Like I want to talk to my friend Kat who owns the Virginia Wagyu farm about regenerative Mm. farming. Because that is that technology? Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of industrial farming technology. It's not 6,000 years old. or <laughs> Because when we talk about, like, we had a good acupuncture episode in season five. And, you know, that's like a whole different view of the world and seasons in our body and yin and yang, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, when we talk about technology, you know, we're... <sighs> I think food has to be part of the conversation, especially now that we're talking about like farm, how things are farmed and that there's potentially like laboratory meat and you know who buying a lot of farmland and creating more reliance on technology and food. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I want to have, a, so Kat, you are a guest wish, no, wish guest. Mm-hmm. Wish list guest. <laughs> we have snacks. We have snacks, Kat. Well, we have to go to her. We have to go to the farm. Okay. Um, She'll have snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got goats and snacks, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so I also want to talk about that. You know, I think I also want to talk about, like, some revolutionary stuff like the hydrogen, you know, hydrofix, right? Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's also mimicking something very natural mm-hmm. and all found in nature. So I think um, like some articles in Nat Geo, you know, they say, oh, look, the best science replicates biology mm-hmm. and nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think, oh, my gosh. Yeah, those those are big on my mind for this 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 season as well as like that revolutionary stuff you know yeah so one um piece that i really know that um we both would like to impart to all of our listeners everybody in the world is that the approach and the intention that you have when you use technology is so important and not only directly impacts the results that you get You know, for instance, if there is a strongly rooted, we were talking about this this morning, victim mentality, Mm. and then you have a capacity to to uh, gather tons of data, that's just going to magnify that victim mentality. So, you know, what intention am I coming to this modality with? And because now I know information about GMOs, about EMFs, about um, non, you know, all of these things. Does that make me a victim of my circumstance or does that empower me to engage with my environment in an even more dynamic way? I, that's why I love um, Eileen's question. You know, how can I get stronger? Mm. She's the, the tuning fork goddess, right? Like <laughs> what um, all of the knowing these variables that are challenging to my biology doesn't make me a victim of them. Like it just it provides a challenge and an opportunity. How can I adapt? How can I get better within reason, right? So like what you're saying, we want to mimic that 
the biology and nature as much as we can while we're advancing technologically. And I think that's a really beautiful um, combination that we get to explore in this lifetime as human beings. And, mm. and I'm here for it. And I know mm. you are too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, for definitely here for it. I'm like, so here for the, um, what is it like? Yeah, linking all the intelligence together, right? And like creating more, uh, like having less logic and not that logic's a bad thing, but like basing all of our decisions, especially when it comes to health on logic and like looking at that MRI and getting like the yes, no, black, white kind of, you know, thing going. Yeah, less of that and more of, you know, what you're saying, like the bringing it, bringing it together with like how we look at our body, how we view our body, how we view healing, because I, I really, I'm not sure that like, there's many things out there that can get us stronger, help us heal. If you don't actually believe in the capacity to do mm, those things. hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we went really like 37 minutes without, without snacks. <laughs> so it's time to wrap it up, guys. Time, time. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I think it's going to be a really fun season. We have our first guest tomorrow and, you know, I, you know, he'll be one of the first people that we have on the podcast. Um, I'm also excited to have, you know, Robert Jacobs on. He's going to talk about circadian rhythms and mitochondria and red light therapy and uh, the biophysics of the sun and healing. Like, how cool is it like to think about the sun as a healing magnet and like, you know, um, tool, right? And so it's not just all about patents and $5,000 things. It's also about harnessing what's available to us which I think you and I can, you know, share with the audience because, you know, I don't, I, I don't have the unlimited, you know, resources as, as some of my you know, people that I look up to in podcasting and health and wellness, right? Um, we got to be more choosy. We got to be more choosy. But I would also like to be friends with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> 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 I think it's a good way to wrap that up, you know, right? So, you know, you'll hear us talk about how we choose, why we choose, and those questions that we want, you know, we want to expand on. I don't need all the answers, but I do need space to be curious. Mm-hmm. I do need space to argue. We know I love a good argument. <laughs> so yeah so if you guys don't know i i like i like a good debate <laughs> and i also you know like to be able to be friends with people that you know aren't scared to try new things i think like that's another one you know um i love do you remember when uh dr lauren came in here after her ketamine experience <laughs> and she's just like gelling out in the normatech losing her mind talking about her new ketamine therapy and how she's going to use that in her practice like i'm here for that you know not that i would want to do that myself but i mean what a beautiful thing you know mm-hmm. 
to just have those expansive people around. So thank you guys for being here for this new ep- uh, episode. Episode and season, season six of the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast. Any closing thoughts on that? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're going to party. <laughs> party hard. And I, you know, I would love to see you guys on the gram at thinkfitbefit underscore podcast. We are on YouTube, same handle. Uh, Facebook, we're on there. I'm not sure you're going to see much, but we're on there. Um, give us a shout. I'll get the message if you DM us, that's for sure. Um, and then, of course, our website, thinkfitbefitpodcast.com, where you can also sign up for the newsletter. And if you want to hang out with me, I'm jennifersimoneschwartz.com or the same handle on Instagram. And would you like to share where you can be found? Sure, right here with you. And uh, Rethinking Fitness on Instagram. Yes. All the hot takes. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. If you're interested in further resources, check out or visit our website, thinkfitbefitpodcast.com.